Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Even they get fucking yelled at. I'm like, fuck you. you don't, we don't have censorship over here. Yeah. You suck at this dick. <laughs> Bubba booey. Bubba booey. <laughs> People still do that every once in a while. Yeah. And it's always someone older and looks like they need to get a job. But still. <laughs> I, I respect re- it. I remember one time when I was at my with my friends. We were in Vegas. And we were, oh God, we were like, uh, we were hitting, oh, we went to like uh, downtown. So we were, you know, in the real dives, casinos downtown, and um, it was late, and we were coming up, and we were coming back to the hotel. I couldn't even remember what time, and then uh, I was like, what time is it? And then my friend Dave was, like, scrolling through the radio channels, and all of a sudden we heard uh, Howard Stern, and then we're like, oh, shit. We're like, oh, we're hearing the live version, because, you know, they would do the live version from 3 till 6 a.m., and then at 6 a.m. they would cut and do the do the West Coast feed of it. And uh, so you get to basically hear it twice. And we were like, oh, shit. I was like, Howard already? And they're like, oh, yeah, this is the live one. And I was like, oh, okay. And we're like, okay, so we know it's late. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wanted to say something. Well, let's introduce ourselves. And then it's just something that I forgot to put into the opening. (laughs) Because I do this all the time. Steve, Steve, (laughs) let me – well, let's introduce ourselves. Now I got two things to say. All right. Well, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all the clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. So So what? (laughs) The first, first thing is Steve spends an incredible amount of time organizing this whole program okay i don't really <laughs> it's more with, he, with he forgets me, some he forgets sometimes that we have to do it like oh is it I, today? i'm like oh is it sunday <laughs> steve is not only does all the editing i mean i do record my voice in audacity and upload it to mega i'm just saying but um <laughs> he does all that and he reminds me of shit that i forget although i feel like i've been getting better lately so everyone can kiss my ass like it says no one else <laughs> <laughs> but one thing 
after all that organization, I always forget to put <laughs> things in the opening, and then I just go, We're, I'm going to talk about this. So <laughs> <laughs> that's happening right now. Um, we, ta- we talked about this a couple of days ago, but um, I thought it was cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. the governator, <laughs> um, put up a real like like old school workout that you can do at home that doesn't require any equipment. I just thought that was dope. Like it was, it was like, it was funny because I'm just sitting here carrying on. I don't work out before this crisis or after it. I, I just don't work out. But I read this post and I was like, I got a lot of spare time. I should probably do these real quick. And I did it today. And um, it's weird when you work out and you have you don't really work out because you feel good and like you're gonna die <laughs> yeah. at the same time. They say it's and supposed it's, to be good, like it's a good feeling, but I'm not sure if I buy that. Well, I kind of buy it just because, especially with like the shoulder, like any muscles I have that are tense. Mm. So like I sit all day, so like my shoulders and my my arms and um, parts of my back get tensed up. If I start working out those areas, it feels amazing. Like I feel like everything's loosening, the blood's moving and stuff. Of course, and when it settles back in, I feel like I just beat the shit out of somebody. Like, you know what I mean? But right. um, obviously, that's supposed to go away with time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's called I, death. <laughs> right. I know someone who works out a lot. Like she does. You know, she. Listen, I'm. I'm gonna. This might get me in trouble with the feminist groups, but she works out like a broad. So she goes to the fucking gym and she does classes. Right. I'm not knocking her, okay? She looks amazing, and she she's healthy as a horse. You know, it's fucking right on. But men don't really work out. We go there, do the sets and shit, and then we leave. Right. So she does, like, fucking, um, like, a kickboxing class, and then she has a yoga class. And fuck, a class every two seconds. Always sore. And I'm like, I thought you were supposed to not be sore hmm. after a while. And and she said something about it's because she always wants to challenge herself. I said, listen, <laughs> once I get to a comfortable size, I ain't challenging shit. <laughs> We're in full on maintenance mode. With <laughs> That's all the dude she's fucking at the gym while there. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> No, uh, but that's all I want to say. I thought it was cool because uh, I don't know. It goes do, into Arnold's a bigger been doing issue. Some cool stuff. On, on yeah. online, you know, trying it goes to... onto a bigger issue. Like some celebrities have said some stupid shit during all this, but then it's like, even if they say something nice, people just go, "Oh, well, you're rich, so fuck you." Yeah, it's like that. Stop it. Yeah, like there's still, like I think, um, why do I want to say Roseanne? It wasn't Roseanne, um, Madonna. <laughs> That's a weird mix-up. Um, <laughs> she was like, she filmed. Uh, video of herself like a vlog and she she made a good point she said that the coronavirus has become the great equalizer where it doesn't care if you're rich and famous it doesn't care if you're poor it can affect everybody which is true but she's filmed the video while she's in their bathtub with rose petals in it (laughs) you know so people are kind of like yeah Yeah, coronavirus could get you in a giant mansion you you fucking (laughs) you live in but She's still doing something nice. Yeah. She's not shoving it in anybody's face. It's just how she lives. Yeah. You're getting a candid moment. (laughs) I think a lot of times, I think, you know, people, you know, I I see people, yeah, when you're acting stupid, like Vanessa Hudgens or, you know, whatever, saying stupid shit, stupid shit, you know, but, you know, she she was drunk. She was drunk. Like, you know, she, she'd been up to that point. She was like posting. Look like a drunk text. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I mean, uh, (laughs) I was like, 
oh my but god like, i know this the, chick is smarter than this. everything leading up to that like on social media because i follow her on instagram and i've seen her videos and i was like she's drinking like constantly yeah. and then it was like oh and then she said i was like yeah i knew it was gonna catch up at some point but you know it's it's one of those things where you see people that are you know you know, so, and, and I think with a lot of times with celebrities, the reason they're reaching out is not just because of their fans, but I, I think it's a lot of it is because it's a good way to kind of give people a chance for normalcy. Like you see people like uh, who usually don't do this a lot, like Stephen Amell or Grant Gustin, the Flash and Arrow, you know, they're they're doing Facebook lives or videos of themselves. And it's like, well, yeah, now the show, you know, you only had one or two shows already in the can to air. And then after that, there's not going to be anything. It's a little bit of normalcy either for them or for right. the fans, you know? So it's like, okay, cool. You know it, yeah, it's not the same. And it's why you have Trevor Noah and Jimmy Kimmel still doing, you know, mini, mini sods. Well, I also think that one, that a lot of them are doing that and, and raising money for charities. And that's right. nothing you, that's something you can never really snuff out. But it's also – they're human beings too that are cooped up in their house. Yeah. And these are people that are used do. to <laughs> – This is what they do, you know. So. Right. And this, this is, these are people that are used to constant social interaction. Yeah. Now, it's easy to go, oh, extroverts are fucking dumb. Different personalities require different things. Right. Okay. Like I'm an introvert. Steve's an introvert as well. I don't know who's more introverted. I think you who are. Fucking, probably me because I, I don't – Steve enjoys – I've seen Steve go, I'm going to go to the theater – or excuse me, the theater. <laughs> the theater. As he says it. <laughs> and go out with his friends. I am the one who – I will go when people take me. <laughs> but I never look for a social gathering. Right. I just don't. I'm not, I don't require that. I require peace and quiet. <laughs> you know, everybody's different. You know yeah, what he I mean? doesn't go out, but he has eight children. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm getting plenty of social interaction. So – Part of me, yeah, we can roll our eyes and stuff, but some personality types. I know a buddy of mine, Amber, she's a huge extrovert. She's a young chick. She likes to go out with her friends and stuff, and and she's someone who's always like a people pleaser and always trying to make sure people like her. And you know, she's young. This is terrible for her. Yeah, like she's sta- she's she's texted me because we we both got this new job at the same time, and she said she just just started crying yesterday. Because she's just staring at her wall. And it sounds stupid, but if you know even the basics of human psychology, you know that it's like – it's a big deal to some people. Yeah. And and you have these celebrities who um, – like Jimmy Fallon. He has a fucking late show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, he looked – he looked depressed when he – not at home. At home he looked fine. But when he was in that like empty studio, yeah. he just looked defeated. And I was just like, this is sad. Like, we forget these people are human beings. Yeah. You know? And a lot of these guys, these are comedians, and they feed off of the live audience. And when, you know, you're, you're doing stuff by yourselves, you know, yeah. it's like, it's it's not the same. And would you would you prefer a world where none of these entertainers did anything while we were all cooped up in our house? Yeah. Is that really what we want? Yeah. And not what no. I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, even Instagram hoes got to, you know. They, got a rough time. They got a rough the time. Saddest of all. <laughs> I, I'm see. It's so funny because all the Instagram thoughts are now Instagram comedians. <laughs> like I was telling Steve a few of them. Like this chick, she sent a picture, uh, posted a picture of her, like you know, squatting down, showing her ass, and she goes, 
hashtag throwback from when we used to be allowed to go outside. <laughs> and I'm, what was the what was the other one like? Oh, it was a picture of her just looking hot. And then it goes, um, here's me just inside not being selfish. And, <laughs> and it just it was like, wow, they had unseen talent. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just great. It's they probably great. have they probably have a team of writers writing it. <laughs> I know. They make enough fucking money for it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so um one thing I wanted to kind of hit up on everyone is the tone of the shows for the next for the next however long this thing goes. Um uh, last two weeks we've had kind of, you know, a little little heavier topics, you know, last week we had the whole uh, talking about everything going on. And then uh and then we had uh the politics episode. So what we're going to try to do for the next for all of this that's going on is we're going to try to make the shows lighter and definitely not a little more escapist. Cause I know a lot of people are probably hearing this shit on everything they listen to. And I think that, you know, this would be a good time for us to kind of just good distraction, you know? So yeah. we're going to talk about stuff that, you know, we think would be fun or funny or stuff like that. And that's just where we're going to focus. We're going to put our focus there. Cause I know for me, you kind of get burnt out on hearing, especially if you watch the news and stuff like that, because your city's on a lockdown or, st- you know, your your state is on a lockdown. In my case, uh, you, you kind of need a little bit of a distraction. And in a lot of instances, kind of what we're doing is a little bit what those celebrities are doing, because this is also a distraction for me. And, and you know, and Adam, anything's a distraction. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what's funny and, and we talk about me being. And I did that. I I remember I told Steve about that. There's a person that four letter personality test, <laughs> and everyone at my job did it, and I was like, ninety one percent introverted. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, I was also a personality called the architect, which I fucking liked, but it was also very narcissistic and creepy. Anyway, um, even I have been kind of like, I'll text people I usually don't text and just be like, "What's up." <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like, just what's up how you doing and they're like do you need something <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like it's that creepy it's, three in the morning text you up <laughs> yeah. what you thinking about <laughs> it's just it's what you wear <laughs> and my and people think oh you must be going crazy because you know with all those kids i'm really not but there is one kid <laughs> Which is my youngest kid, who is sweet as pie. Oh well, that's a, that's a never, twist for me to hear. <laughs> she never shuts the fuck up. Like it's just constant, and it's like, and she's younger, so a lot of it is tasks that I need to complete. Daddy, can I have a glass of milk? Daddy, can I have? Daddy, 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 daddy. I'm like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> and I only had one. I've been pretty good, but I had one meltdown, and it was quick a couple days ago where she had asked for a bunch of stuff and she's not stopping talking and she went daddy and i went what the fuck do you want and the whole house just stops and i go i immediately regret what i just said <laughs> <laughs> and she just starts crying and i'm like great Have you seen that? and now everyone's looking at me like i'm a fucking piece of shit <laughs> and i was <laughs> so I, it's funny because like have you seen that video that's going around that's like uh me when my four-year-old wants something and it's a compilation of uh jonathan frakes in fact or fiction 
and it's like every entrance he does on every episode <laughs> it's like he's like he's listen. like that's your four he goes my four-year-old every time i'm trying to do something <laughs> i'm stuck at home <laughs> i'm telling you it's ridiculous uh so yeah so we want to try to we want to try to do that stuff and and get some content out there and in some if you guys read the post that i posted on monday uh you actually know that Adam and I have been practicing this situation for a long time. That's right. We've been recording remotely since I think 2012 or 2008. We're prepared. Yeah. So we've been prepared. So I know there's some <laughs> shows that are making it like, oh, we're, we're doing this differently. We're not recording in the studio or whatever. It's like, this is what we've been doing. <laughs> so yeah, y'all ain't ready. So I'm like going, all right. So I was like, okay, so it's schedule as usual <laughs> until one of us comes down with the chicken flu. You know, we're, <laughs> we're kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I said that one time because I, 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 I couldn't remember the bird flu. And I just said chicken flu. And I was like, what the fuck is a chicken flu? You mean the chicken bird flu? flu? <laughs> but he said it with like conviction. Conviction. You know what I mean? Like the chicken flu, bro. I was like, what? So now every time he's like, every time he says something, like he kind of went through a little panic attack over the last week, kind of freaking out yeah, about it. He's like, oh man, my throat feels a little weird. Oh man, I'm like, you got the chicken flu. Like I would do that just to kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> to relieve the tension yeah to get the like it was so funny because my wife put it into perspective she goes you're not scared of the coronavirus you're not stressed out because we're on a lockdown and i go what is it she goes you have no control over what's going on yeah. and i go that's it that's, that's what because i'm like i'm not a control freak with people but my own personal life I'm very meticulous. Like Steve already knows. I like yeah. I like things in a certain place and I wake up and, and a leather bound book time. and a leather That's bound right. book. That's right. With a everything, quill with a quill. Everything is perfect the way in my head. And then this was like, hey, you're starting a new job. Hey, you're going to start it at home. Hey, I don't know if this is going to work. I got my login 2 hours before my shift started. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Help me, please. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's funny, too, because, like, you know, I, you know, my life is re- re- um, fairly simple at this point. But even just the idea of going to the store kind of stresses me out a little bit. You know, it's like, going, oh, what am I going to see? What am I going to have to deal with and stuff like that? But fortunately, it, it's been, it was better this time than the last time I went. So, you yeah. know, it looks like. Things are slowly starting to appear on the shelf, and I was able was to get it? like milk and, you know, right paper towels, at- <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> I was at Fry's. So the only store that's completely out of toilet paper is Walmart. Hmm. I think it's because the majority of Walmart shoppers are retarded. Also, Walmart um, did- isn't really limiting people. Yeah, that's what I was going to so say. So I went to Fry's today, which is um for California, it's Vons. It's, it's a very big – it's like the grocery store in Arizona. It's like the Arizona business. <laughs> and um, I walked in today and there was a sign immediately when I came in. And I'm talking it was printed. Like it wasn't just a piece of paper. It said um, – one. well, there's two signs. One of them says join Fry's Foods in um, practicing social distancing and stay about six feet away from everybody in the store. Like they were telling you when you came in. Right. They're like, don't be a dick. And then there was also another – sign that says we do too high demand and so all of our customers can have access to the necessities we have we are limiting the said items and there was a pretty pretty sizable list it was like eggs milk wasn't being limited because um we have a 
a lot of dairy farms in our we have an overabundance of fucking milk. Mm. Um, so eggs were being limited two cartons per day, um, and it says per household. So they they see you in the line with your whole fucking family with a carton of eggs. They ain't playing that shit. Right. Um, hamburger meat, but they were still sold out of that. That's the one thing I have not been able to get is fucking hamburger meat. Everything else, it's there sometimes. Right. But hamburger meat, I can't fucking get it for the life of me. <laughs> they limited um, bread, potatoes, because potatoes have been flying off the fucking shelf, yeah. um, which is like, I need potatoes, right? <laughs> for obvious fucking reasons. <laughs> um, and the whiskey. There's plenty of alcohol, which <laughs> is strange to me. It's strange that like liquor stores are considered essentials. Like they they need to be open. They need to be closed. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Well, I <laughs> I have a theory on the alcohol because I went into Walmart. So they're out of a lot of food. So where food used to be is alcohol. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I think it's because they usually probably overstock um, alcohol because people are having parties and shit. And now no one's doing that. And I'm like, or it what could about be the alcoholics, it, or it could be the 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 alcohol manufacturers that are like, hey, the bars are closed. You need to allow alcohol to be sold because now in California they actually, uh, made, or in L.A. anyway, they made delivery of alcohol permissible. They they did it here too, yeah. and I'm like, is it really that? Fu- is it that important? You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was kind of dumb. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. <laughs> I saw the meme that was like uh, 2019, drinking at home alone, you're a loser. 2020, drinking at home alone, you're a hero. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, I helped my local economy and I bought a 12-pack of of uh, an Arizona beer. I mean, it's you know, a perfect I'm just time trying to, to drink at home. I mean, you buy a bunch of alcohol, you drink at home, you're not going to be out. You're not going to be driving, so. You know, that's the thing is, I don't know. It, it's just we. the only thing I could think of is people aren't partying as much. Yeah. So they're not buying like no one was buying Corona. And that's just a mental suggestion at this point, because <laughs> obviously that's, that's what's causing it. Right. Exactly. But um, that's just funny to me. There was a there was a meme. It was a an empty shelf. It looked like like for eggs or something and there was just one single case of corona six pack <laughs> and i was like somebody did this on purpose but i appreciate it <laughs> i like the other one where it shows like a liquor um a refrigerated liquor section and then they had a uh eight pack of toilet paper in the refrigeration and then the, and then the caption is a decision was made here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw one it was um it oh, what was it it was toilet paper like a single roll of toilet, like the like the individual wrap one, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was by the um, the condoms, <laughs> and the decision was made here, and I'm like a, a good decision, right? That's the only toilet paper is really the only item I'm mildly worried about because I just don't see it, yeah. like, and I'm like, is it ever gonna come in? And mm-hmm. I guess the um. The to- just the toilet paper factories are maximum capacity. They're like, yeah. well, I'm, well I don't, we're trying they, to fill it. They said it for a you. lot of those are because of the fact that, you know, most people, you know, it's not a, usually a high demand item because you right. always have everybody. So they go now they're it's a steady, it's a steady item, right? So now it's like, oh shit, you know, we gotta, we actually gotta push this stuff. So uh, they'll get it in. I'm yeah. not worried about. It. And I usually buy toilet paper in bulk. Usually, yeah. Um. So we we have like. 
20, 25 rolls between the paper and the yeah. closet. The only ones that the only companies that I don't like are the ones that don't limit, you know, they're like, well, we don't, you know, it's like whatever, but it's like, no, nah, you, you got to limit well, was, for people. There was someone, um, there was an article today, um, in the Republic, the Arizona Republic and they, it was an opinion piece, but they were, they, they said, you know, Arizona shouldn't, um, have any price gouging laws, which we don't. Arizona doesn't have price gouging laws, but they've been talking about it. Hmm. Even though I go to the store, nothing's being price gouged. Um, they said that if the prices went up on these items, then people wouldn't stock up on them. I go, that's true. But also poor people wouldn't afford them. Yeah, exactly. So you're screwing. And that's typical. We're getting a little too blue, Arizona, to be being that red. Right. Where it's like, fuck the poor. Right. You know, it's it's like, come on, guys. And anyway, it doesn't matter because the stores usually um, regulate that on their own. Yeah. Like they, they don't pray. If you go. I mean, the, the ruling. <laughs> some Cali- of the small the ruling, businesses are doing it. But. Yeah. The rule in California is if you're if the price increases over 10 percent during a crisis, it's price gouging. They had right. a lot of that during the earthquake in the 94 earthquake around here. And, you know, some people are and, you know, they somebody had called and you call the um, you call the city about it. And they had one here where somebody like the price went up like forty percent on eggs, and Damn. this lady during the during the uh... during this whole thing during no this thing and they called the city so the city went over there and they talked to the guy and the guy goes well that's because his his uh, supplier increased the price by forty percent so it wasn't him yeah so they were like so, so they were okay we're gonna go fucking pay him a visit yeah exactly yeah so and that's what it, and and I I do think I do believe in price gouging laws. I don't know how Arizona's gotten away with it. Um, I think because Arizona, surprisingly enough, is usually a land of abundance. We have a lot of shit. It's never an issue. So Arizonans are really tripping because Arizona doesn't deal with natural disasters. They don't <laughs> deal with fucking hurricanes and earthquakes and blizzards. Arizona is the same all year round. We have a monsoon season where these people think everything's going to be washed away in a massive biblical flood. It's just raining a little bit. It's really not that big of a deal. They all panic. Right. You know, so now something like this is happening and they're freaking the fuck out because usually shit doesn't touch Arizona. Mm. It just doesn't, you know. I mean, fucking uh, California deal with the earthquake. I remember back east. Blizzards come and you needed to fucking make sure your supplies are right. You stay away from the windows. You need to have that. You know, it, it was real shit. You know, they don't know nothing about that shit here. The AC <laughs> break. That's when it's an issue. Yeah, that's what it like, becomes. Oh, fuck. I'm that's, when it, that's when it becomes a natural disaster. <laughs> right. Um, one quick announcement I wanted to make is that uh, uh, we're going to be returning with the Lazy Geeks Network um, in about a, two weeks. I think we were going to have. A return episode of the away team for those of you that have been listening to us for a while uh you remember our uh it was what a bi-weekly i think uh bonus podcast where we did it was just discussing new um recapping and uh reviewing episodes of star trek next generation you can listen to a lot of those old episodes on our on our actually all our old episodes on our youtube channel uh link in the show notes and uh we're going to do it this time we're going to do it in canonical order so we're going to start with and and it made sense to start with star trek first contact because it's first contact the start of the federation so i thought it would be good to start there and then we're going to jump right into enterprise and we're going to talk about we're going to review the episode do some you know discussions on it but also 
kind of where they played a little fast and loose with <laughs> with canon and then you know maybe its implications are how it comes in with the entire fandom it's basically where we're going to allow our geek cred to really just kind of our uh, star trek geek cred to kind of soar uh, yeah get damn into, right you know <laughs> i mean these are two we're two guys that have technical manuals <laughs> for for for, star for different trek. ships yeah, yeah for different ships so so that's coming back and an epi- and a, a podcast that i did um called the fine line and uh that will be returning around the same time so uh be looking for those in the next couple of weeks and uh we'll we'll obviously let you all know uh when they get their first official release so be looking for those um so with everything going on in the world right now this is one thing that probably only got a second or two of uh news time so Sony decides that um, now is a great time to go ahead and reveal, well, not even really reveal, just kind of talk about the specs of the PlayStation 5. After it's been, what, a week and a half? After X, uh, Microsoft did their whole thing about the yeah. uh, about the Xbox Series X. Um, so... Well, I think it was it, a good point came to me earlier today where Microsoft has more to prove because they're second place in the current generation. So they got to come out strong, although they came out real fucking strong. <laughs> Sony, being typical Sony, was like, we're the winner. I'm, I'm not going to say shit, but then E3 was canceled. You're right. So it kind of forces their fucking hand because they have no other time to say it. So they might now, with E3 canceled, now is the best time to say it because right. Microsoft's making so much noise. I bet you there's a lot of shit they haven't told us, but I wrote down a few things. Yeah, so um, it was basically a review spec. We didn't get to see what the console looked like. We didn't get to see any gameplay. No games, but yeah. You know, which a lot of people were kind of bummed out about. There were a lot of negative reviews that I saw about the PlayStation, you know, uh, reveal. Because it was it, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors shit. Yeah. It wasn't really hard, because hard specs are fine, but... The technical specs aren't as good as the other systems, so you kind of it didn't make any sense without demonstration. Even their specs were like about, you know, it's kind of like uh, we need to kind of work on that a little bit. And I felt like I was in, I was sitting there, and I'm like, am am I in a class? Like I feel like I, I felt like I was in a class. It was just obvious they weren't ready. Yeah, that they were forced to do it. Yeah. So someone in marketing was like, "You guys need to get something to fucking gather (laughs) and let them know." So. um, we're, we have a ver, uh, an article with where it ha- it's an Xbox PlayStation uh, uh, article from The Verge, and that's kind of the basis for some of the stuff that we're talking about, as well as I watched the, 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 the reveal, and I also watched um, some other videos about it afterwards, some, you know, videos. As did I. So uh, what, what do you... What did you come off with as being um uh, let's start with the good. What what did you come off as being interesting? Um well we'll start off with the Xbox and the PS5 remind me a lot of automobiles and the 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 two countries that are creating them and how they approach automobiles. The Xbox is raw power. It's right. it's better in the in just raw fucking brute strength of that processor and the GPU. Um, very much the muscle car. The PS5 isn't isn't as powerful spec wise, but it is running at a higher clock speed, which reminds me of like a Honda VTEC. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like it's 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 too 
two viable and completely acceptable ways of attacking the same problem. Um, the only problem is, is that we haven't seen Sony do it yet. So they, <laughs> they don't have any proof to really pay anything off. Um, you want me to just run to standout things that I saw? Yeah, some stuff that you okay. covered. One thing with Sony, I'm just going to get Sony out of the way because honestly, I have more stuff for Xbox than I do for Sony. Um, they were talking about Tempest Audio. Now, this thing, this is kind of interesting because audio gets overlooked a lot yeah. when it comes to these systems. They slap on a fucking optical cable fucking adapter and they think they've won. Um, <laughs> this Tempest Audio, and it, a lot of it went over my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's, it was- it's kind of like um, I felt like I needed a degree in engineering to figure that out. I know, out. but it's like it's for headphone users, and it's supposed to mimic 3D audio in a way, that, as they say, because no one has, no one knows, no one's heard it. But it's pro- it's projected to um, make you feel like you were in the scene. Now, stuff like that is cool, but also dependent on if the people who are making the games utilize it correctly. Yeah. I would expect. If the tech is awesome, Sony games would use it correctly. Um, and as long as it's not too complicated, the third parties will do it. But, I mean, something like that is awesome. It, sound always gets overlooked, and it's almost just as important as visuals. Because if your sound's fucked up, yeah. you're just going to turn it off anyway. Um, the higher clock speed, as I said, which uh, could be interesting. But then I'm worried about thermals, which is probably a stupid worry, <laughs> honestly. But I don't know. Um, what else? I don't really have much. The problem is that Sony hasn't said much, so they haven't even impressed me in the fucking slightest because <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything. Right. Um, I don't even, we don't even know what the fuck it looks like. Yeah. Like, do they know what it looks like? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Cause like for me, the red tracing was really nice. I like, yeah. I liked the way I liked you know, like, okay, the red tracing, I was like, because if it looks anything like the way the Xbox One's going to look like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to be, uh, that's going to be actually be really, really, really great for that. Um, I, I think the biggest one, yeah, was like the audio. I agree with the audio. Um, I do have probably more concerns in regards or cons as opposed to like good stuff because this really doesn't, yeah, we haven't seen it. We don't even know what it looks like. I mean, you know, we got to see, you know, the what the Xbox One X looks like. We got to see gameplay on that and, you know, all the and the breakdown of it. So it's like, yeah, we already know what the Xbox looks like. And so far, I'm actually more impressed with that than I am with the PlayStation at this point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there are some that are like, oh, my God, the PlayStation is going to totally kick uh, the Xbox One X. It's like if you look at the specs, not so much. Like, yeah, because the the specs either match or are slightly below the Xbox X when you look at the PS5. Right. Or we don't know because some right. things are still to be announced. But there's silly things like the weight and the right. fucking ports. I mean, the ports you can pretty much extrapolate what the fuck's going to be on the back of the damn thing. Right. It's it's not too hard to think. But um, it waits to be announced on both because nobody fucking cares. Um, what are we all going to have a land party? Like, I, I don't, I'm confused. Well, I need um, to carry the, the, the Xbox, you know, in my backpack when I go over to my buddy's house. Right. But the only, so we have, I'll, I'll list off the specs real quick. So the PlayStation five has an AMD Zen two, which is running at 3.5 gigahertz and it's eight core. The, um, the Xbox series X uh, has an AMD Zen 2, uh, eight core, but it's running at 3.8 gigahertz. That difference is not incredible. 
Yeah. And but, it's all about optimization at but that But one of the things that I thought was interesting, though, is that with the 3.5 gigahertz, that is about, like, with a 3.8 on the Microsoft, that's hardlined. Yeah. Like, that. that's, like, it's going to run at 3.8 gigahertz. With the PlayStation, it could run up to 3.5 hertz, depending yeah. on the game, depending on that. So there is a lot of room to vary, you know. To, to and that's vary. where you, that's where we come into the raw power versus a more finesse way of doing things. Right. And I feel the way Sony's doing it is more risky because it's more dependent on the developer of the software exactly. than the actual machine. It seems like Xbox is going to be easier to tap into that full 3.8. Yeah. Um, the GPU, AMD, they're both using AMD RDNA 2s. The real winner here is AMD. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the fucking, they made everything in this they're, they're like, I like to vision them as like an arms dealer that sells both sides of a war, <laughs> their weapons, you know? Seriously. <laughs> um, 10.28 teraflops and 36 CU out of the PlayStation, 12 teraflops and 52 CU. Um, out of the Xbox Series X. And I honestly have to admit ignorance here because I really don't know what that means. All <laughs> I know is that Xbox is higher. And it's um, and it's benched higher. That it, it was one yeah. of the cool things about the video that I saw was the guy was like, he goes, no, he goes, it's going to be like, this is like 12 teraflops, like that's hardline. And then they, again, you know, with, with Sony, it's like, it could get to 10.28 teraflops, but it could be less. You know, and th and that's where it kind of like, okay, you know, it's like, okay, so yeah, again, and and one of the big things that, that kind of came across when I was doing some research on this is it seems it come down to price that like Sony was kind of doing, well, it could get here depending on their meaning they're trying to keep the price down. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to believe that Sony's going to be about a hundred bucks um, cheaper than the Xbox at launch. Yeah, probably. And at, at least 50. And I think that's what they're going to try to do because they're doing that now. Yeah. The the current um the current refreshes of the generation generation we're in now go to the stores. They're about a hundred dollars cheaper. Um, Sony Sony's PlayStation Four Pro is four hundred, right? I think so. And then the Xbox One X is um uh their naming conventions fucking confuse me. <laughs> Xbox One X is five hundred. So, you know. And Don't buy one of those right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The storage is what kind of has me a little concerned. So storage kind of trips me out. So so they both use NVMe SSDs, which is beautiful. I mean, that shit is quick as fuck. The PlayStation says it has 825 gigabytes, while um, Xbox says it has one terabyte. Now, my question is, is Xbox telling I'm – I'm almost tempted to believe that both of them are one terabyte. But Sony's giving it to you after the software. That's, but then I'm like, how big is your fucking OS? Right. That's that's another thing. That's one of the things that, you know, the questions that kept popping up was like, is the 825 like, yeah, afterwards? But then again, it's the same question as like, or is it like, because even when you buy a, a terabyte or two terabytes, you're never actually, even when you buy the, the, the hard drive itself, you're never actually getting all that. Yeah. You're always getting less. So how are they going to market it? You know, like, is it the 825 gigabytes hard? Like, is that that it? And then you have the OS or is it, you know, after? And then again, it's like, why is the OS so big? Another thing, too, that I th that I thought was interesting was the external hard drives, the external, you know, storage. Yeah, Microsoft's going back to memory cards. Yeah, which <laughs> which was funny because when I saw that, I was like, going, oh, I have one of those. And I pulled out my GameCube <laughs> 
right. memory card. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's just an external NVMe. Yeah. You know, it's 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 it, it's a very interesting way of doing it, but it's also proprietary as fuck right now. Right. Although we could see a lot of things start proprietary and then the third party market comes out with adapters and then you can use this and that. But if you're having because I was I was reading somewhere like, oh, yeah, they'll probably come out with an adapter and you can just use a regular SSD. I said, but that defeat that defeats the purpose of having an MVME. Right. If you have an MVME in your system and you plug a fucking ratty ass $60 <laughs> SSD to it, it's going to run like shit. Yeah. In comparison, you know, so you're just. I, I guarantee someone's going to put a spinning hard drive on that motherfucker just to say they did it. <laughs> but the, and then the thing too is that if you're going to, you know, it's going to be proprietary because there's probably nothing on the market that's actually going to be able to run like that. But I mean, memory cards in the past were proprietary too until fucking everyone else started making them. Right. They just got to reverse engineer it. But we're talking about much more complicated technology, so I don't know. But I thought it was cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's like it's uh, you know, and and but the thing, the big question is, is that the external storage for the PlayStation was a little vague. Yeah, you know, like I didn't, qu- and to be honest, it was a little in the weeds, you know, as far as what they were doing. But it kind of just to get this out of the way, neither system is going to have removable hard drives right. because they're they're on the board. You can't take them off. So the only way to do it is expandable. Sony, they said they'll have something, but they didn't really say exactly what it was going to be. Microsoft showed you the motherfucking thing. Right. They were like, look, it's right here. I forget who made it. SanDisk, was it? I don't don't remember. I don't remember. But Oh, well, so the other stuff is pretty much like they both have 16 gigabyte GDDR6. They both have 4K support, 8K support, HDR support. Um, I'm, do we care what the ports are? Well, Microsoft has three USB-A 3.0 ports. so That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and they have that proprietary memory card slot or memory slot. I keep saying memory card. Optical they, audio. And an optical out for audio. You have to. Yeah. You know, and um, I know they don't have an HDMI in, so I think they're giving up. On the pass through thing. You mean, I uh, was, remember when I was so excited about that? Yeah, and you know, like that's so fucking dope. They're gonna be a DVR, and then the FCC was like, "No, you're fucking not." And it's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, that was such a cool idea. Yeah, and I don't know anybody that used it. You couldn't. It was out for like a week, and well, then no, they said, "Nah, fuck you." No, but then you were able to sync like your TV channels with it. You know, with the HD. they took they took some stuff away. From the Xbox One that I was kind of upset about. Like my kids used to love how you could have a sidebar running a YouTube video and then play a video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they used that incessantly. Or they'd have a chat window up and then they took it away. And then my kids are like, why'd they take that away? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. They just they like you use this? Fuck you. That's basically what happened. But and, no one was probably using it. And for backwards compatibility. Like, mm. um, Obviously, with the Series X, you have the Xbox, which is going to run pretty much everything that runs backwards compatible now is going to run backwards compatible later. Um, PlayStation is going to... (laughs) What did they say? They said um, up to or about 100 of the, quote, like top PlayStation titles... Will be available at launch. Will be available at launch. It's like, oh, so we're just doing... 
your streaming shit again right. where it's like we'll have this done but you're not gonna fucking do it sony's track record is abandoning good things yeah like look at the vita rest in peace <laughs> okay well, the funny thing was is that like when i got my playstation 3 they did backwards compatibility for the playstation 2 and it worked well i did it yeah and then later on they said oh yeah no <laughs> we're gonna get rid of that and the, i i really do think the playstation 3's architecture was fucking so complicated which is why they don't do it it's so hard to do it yeah amd's like what the fuck is this <laughs> like i don't want to work with this <laughs> so you know so yeah so basically they're saying that yeah so all the games you got for the ps4 you know you're gonna for the most part you're gonna be able to play some of them but they said yeah they first they used a big number like you know, thousand, a couple thousand games, but the top hundred based on some fucking ranking on some fucking website, the top hundred from there will be most likely be available at launch. It's like, really, yeah. really? So, you know, and then you have Xbox, which is like, yeah, all their old shit. You can play it. Yeah. You know, they didn't, the only console they were vague on was the original Xbox. And I think some of those are rights issues. Yeah, but it's also kind of a shame because the Xboxes are starting to get harder to find because – so I have some experience with like fixing these fucking things. The hard drive in them um, – there's a couple of issues. The hard drive in them and the CD-ROM are coded to the board. Hmm. So you can't swap them out easily. You can You can put a mod chip in there if you want. But then the boards also – the, the capacitor for the internal clock, uh, and they didn't fix it until the sixth generation of the console, but which you never would have noticed. It was just internal changes, but the capacitor would leak oh. and ruin the board. So there's so many broken Xboxes. So the only way to really preserve them is if to take the capacitor off. Most people don't know that shit. Hmm. The disk drives burn out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, they have a really hard time emulating that system. So a lot of these games are just dying. Like they're getting lost because no one can fucking put them on the computer. And Microsoft only has brought a couple of them. But now it'd be nice to hear if all of them would work. But I don't know. Yeah. You know, but fuck. It's still impressive as fuck. What did they say? Like all Xbox 360 games? Yeah. All Xbox 360 games, all Xbox One games. And pretty much whatever is out now and whatever they tend to release of the original Xbox. I mean, that's just fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, the, and with and with improved graphics because of the new architecture and stuff like that. Yeah, they added HDR to Halo Five. <laughs> that wasn't even thought of when um, whatever the fucking studio is called made the game, and they just added it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so there, there was there's two things. So I'm just gonna say it right now. I'm super hype on the Xbox, and that's the one I'm most likely going to get first. I don't get things at launch because I'll let y'all work the bugs out first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, the backwards compatibility got me because I own a lot of 360 games digitally, and also it means I can go to these used shops and pick up some of these games for dirt fucking cheap for the kids one day, you know, and they'll be f- perfectly fine with it. Um, but there's that, and also the Xbox ecosystem. I mean, the way I'm mainly a PC guy. But the way the Xbox syncs up to the PC is incredible. I can play the Xbox on my PC streaming. I, I pay for um, Xbox like fucking Elite Turbo Plus. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Uh, Game Pass. So Game Pass comes with gold. 
but then also you have like, it's almost like Netflix for video games. You have yeah. like about a hundred video games, but there's on PC and the Xbox. So I don't have to pay for two things. <laughs> like I pay for one thing and I got games on both consoles. Also the cross compatibility while Sony has now you, you had to pull their fucking teeth out for them yeah. to do it. So I don't trust it. Or they would always tell you, oh, no, you know, we don't we're not going to do backwards compatibility. Then suddenly, oh, guess what? The first two Max Paynes are out for like 10 bucks. Right. And it's like, fuck you. Really? Come on. Sony plays too many fucking games. And I from what I'm seeing, with Microsoft, they're like, listen, we want to make something that's close to a PC. And everyone's laughing. Like, well, why don't you just use a PC? I'm like, because this is easier for the average person. Yeah. You buy this console. It's ready to go. I said, I, I don't understand why people aren't don't like the way. Look, who cares? Put it on a shelf and forget it's there. You're not gonna fucking notice. I, I'm I sure like the people that are, I'm sure the people that are complaining have an Alexa. I know. <laughs> I love that it has still has a disk drive because of the backwards compatibility. They could have easily said, "Yeah, all the games work, but uh, you gonna have to buy them off that shop." Right. I gotta be like, what? So I'm just super hyped about this new Xbox. I really want them to tell prices, although we can fucking it's probably be like, what, 400 thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they always sell these at, at a loss yeah. because it's the software they're making money off of. So that's why people are like, I, I don't understand why these fucking games are $60 a pop. I'm like, really? How much <laughs> did you what, what did you pay? 300 for your fucking console? Right. It's a goddamn computer with a five hundred dollar um, graphics chip. <laughs> you know, like, give me a break. So. I don't know. What do you think? Are you? I mean, it's kind of hard to be hype about Sony right now, anyway, or damn them because we don't know enough. Right. I, I think with a lot of instances, I I used to be a Sony guy. I used to be a heavy Sony guy back in the day, and then just kind of what they were doing with the PlayStation Three when they took a lot of shit away, I started to kind of get down on it. Um, and then with the PlayStation Four, you know, it's like I've been really down on it because of the fact that. It's such a closed ecosystem. You can't get a lot of the shit you can get on Xbox. Yeah. Um, you know, and I would like to use it for entertainment, but it's like, yeah, but I also want to stream television. And it's like, oh, well, you can only get PlayStation View. Now it's, oh, you can only get YouTube TV. It's like, I'm going to use my Xbox then. And the more I was using my Xbox, the more I got into it. And then I have an external attached to that, which I had for a long ass time, PlayStation, you know, and it was just kind of like, okay, you know, I think I'm, I'm leaning it, and just the powerhouse of it. And, you know, you kind of expect when you turn it on, you just kind of hear that. You know? Yeah. It's going to be that fucking muffler that you're going to, you know, 60, 68 Shelby, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I am more hyped for the Xbox, mostly on the on the level of, of easy storage. Yes, it's proprietary, but it seems like it's going to be a lot easier on that. And it's it's I like the fact that it's a lot more direct as far as is because with it sounds like they're kind of working on it on the playstation still um and they were very vague on how that was going to work but i think in most instances because i've seen it i think the xbox i have to really see play sony offer up a good alternative before i actually um really get hyped about it and plus specifically when i'm hearing like gpu and um and the processing power are like or the SSD, um, the SSD speeds are like it could get to that height, you know, get get to that speed. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's like we're gonna put the pressure on the developer, but a developer, uh, basically every developer is gonna be like, okay, well Microsoft does this, like this is hardcore, so we'll have to make a game this way, 
and then we'll have to make a game for Sony. Yeah. You know, to not tax it or whatever, which is kind of back to the old Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 days. Well, it's kind of um, with Nintendo and why you don't see a lot of third-party titles on Nintendo yeah. because they don't match up with the other consoles. And they're like, is it really going to make a difference? Why are we going to make a dumbed-down version of our game? Which some companies have done because the Switch has been so fucking popular, but you can notice it. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like I have um, 2K19, NBA 2K19 for the Switch, and you can notice it. Yeah. Like if you're playing in mobile mode it's whatever but but fuck man <laughs> it's just hard to look at and it's um i don't know i i just think nintendo's on its own fucking trajectory anyway but um i'm just hype about this xbox it, it just seems like microsoft is doing a better job at making a device that fits in your living room which is what they wanted to do with the xbox one they didn't want it to just be a game console they wanted it to be that center of the living room and i think they're really nailing it um with this with this new one because it's just look at they're nailing it right now just with all the stuff stuff they have i was i was on the computer the other day and i popped open minecraft because i was gonna just fuck around Mm -hmm. and i noticed that my kids were playing it in the other room i instantly they're on the xbox instantly into the game yeah it's incredible that you can do shit like that you tell, go back 10 years and tell somebody you can do that, they'll fucking laugh at you. Right. Like, it's it's just the the synchronization is 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 intense. And I and for someone, I can't speak for everybody, but for someone like me, I got four computers in the house. Um, they're all running Windows. Well, one of them isn't. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got an Xbox. They all, even, even fucking videos, I can send shit to the Xbox. It's just, it's the perfect device. For my house. Right. So it doesn't make any sense for me to get so I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I'll just get a PlayStation. Because PlayStation does have a couple of um exclusive franchises that are pretty dope, but that's starting to become less and less important. Yeah. You know, so it's it's and honestly, just buy both if it's that fucking important to you. But <laughs> Sony to me always feels lately, especially with the PS4. We look at the PS4 and the Xbox One. Sony feels like something you get when you play single player games a lot and you don't have a lot of people in your house. Yeah. And yeah, you Xbox, play a lot of solo games and you know, right. Yeah. And Xbox is more of a social thing. Yeah. And while I, I'm not, that's not even a negative. Like Sony has some of the greatest single player RPGs you could ever fucking dream of. And, and I love that. And probably if I ever got a PlayStation five, it would just sit on my desk. It wouldn't be in the living room because right. no one fucking cares because they want to play more games that are like battle royales and fucking, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's just like Xbox is, has this community around it. That's just intense, you know, and, and you can't really knock that. And Sony's, I think Sony's going to have a hard time next generation. Yeah, we'll have to see how this how this all turns out, and, and we'll come back to this once they finally let us see what it looks like and how it plays. And can we get an Xbox original classic? I want a mini <laughs> Xbox original. <laughs> Love it. All right. So on the other side of the break, we'll be discussing a film that's going to be celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <clears throat> the original 1990 classic. Uh, right up there with Casablanca, you know, Citizen Kane. Schindler's List. Schindler's List, yes, exactly. Deep Throat, all of the greats. I always like telling people, like, it'll be some cheesy movie, 
like, dude, where's my car? It's one of those greats like Schindler's List because that's a movie that no one wants you to fuck with. Like it's almost taboo. Like, oh, my God. What? And they just go, oh, I, can't, I can't believe you said that. It's like, oh, but we could say fucking Gone with the Wind. It's the same kind of story. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just happier. All right. So we'll be right back after this break. All right. So uh, this week. We'll be on March 30th. Uh, this will be right before our next episode, so I thought ah, it'd be kind of cool to do it on this one. Uh, the original, no CG, 1990 film, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, hit the big one screen. Of, one of the few perfect pieces of cinema that we have, okay? <laughs> Love this fucking It was so funny because um, I've seen this movie countless times, okay, oh, yeah. obviously. I was born in 1984. I've seen this fucking movie, all right, a lot when I was a kid. I was in high school when this movie came out. I saw this a month. You fucking on it. So I watched it again yesterday, and I was fucking hooked on this motherfucker. I could not look away. And then when they're fighting, you're doing the hand moves like, oh motherfucker, yeah. It was just so fucking great. It's such a fun movie. It is. It is a fun movie. It's a great movie for like you know with the kids. The cool thing about it is that one people the kid even the kids now know about the turtles you know and two it's not CG. It's not that shit that we got a couple of years ago. You know, um, you know this these are animatronic faces with guys in rubber suits and the shit was fluid. Like you can't replace that. Like this. The, the reaction, the way they were, you know, the uh, the way the stunt doubles were in the in the costumes, it was just like, this is a fu- this is a great movie. Plus, you know, uh, the actors in it, the <laughs> the Corey Feldman as Donatello, which just seemed hilarious to begin with. Uh, it just was a fun, fun '90s movie, and yeah, a lot of the references are dated and stuff like that, but it still doesn't change anything. I think part of what made the costumes work is how they took it seriously. Like there's a part in the movie where Leonardo is meditating, leaning on a tree. Oh, right. And if you're really looking for it, the costume looks like shit. Like you can see where the, the headpiece, you know, connects. But if you're in the story, you don't give a fuck You because know, they're not they're not over dramatizing the suit. Well, is that how he looks? And he's sitting on a fucking tree. Well, one <laughs> of the things too that kind of that made it was just the animatronics in the face. Yeah, the eyes going up, the closing, the mouth. The, it you was know. quality. Man. It was like it was like you're looking at it like going shit. They actually did a lot of work on making that costume work. And then they try to oh well CGI takes just as much. Or fuck you. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's it's it takes work. I mean, an artist has to put it together, uh, but. Once the once they map the thing, it's not <laughs> it's not a bunch of dudes with a fuck perfectly synchronizing these movements. Like it's fucking crazy, dude. One of the cool things is like the movie cost thirteen and a half million to make. It its total gross was two hundred and one million. Yeah. Uh Golden Harvest was so surprised on how much this how well this movie did. Less than a year later, the sequel came out. And we won't even talk about that one. Mm. <laughs> I like the sequel. I don't know. It kind of killed it with the the vanilla ice. Go ninja, go ninja, go ninja, go. go. You got to remember, I was a little kid. I was like, go ninja, go ninja, go. I was into it, dude. <laughs> now I'm still on the teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles. turtles. Yeah, you know that that 
that track is actually a lot better. Um, uh, this it was funny because every time I watch this movie, I always I always enjoy it. Um, Judith Hogue, who played uh, April O'Neil, mm. yeah, mm. she's fine, man. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Uh, Judith Hogue. And uh, Let's see what she look like now. She look older now. <laughs> um, she still look good though. Yeah. I like the, and it's funny too, because like I always wonder, like, I wonder why she wasn't in the next two. It was apparently because she made some uh, disparaging remarks about the production, the way the production treated the stuntmen. Did she? Yeah, she. During, she was the Megan Fox of the nineties. <laughs> yeah. She, oh shit. She was. Um, they said at a con, she said that she didn't like the way they treated the stuntmen that were doing in the costumes and stuff like that, and uh, apparently they. Didn't like that, so she was. I was back in the day. You couldn't say shit. Yeah, back in the day, you had to keep your fucking mouth. Like if if it was like that now, you could, as the star of the film, you could be like, nah, they, they ain't doing it right, and everyone would side with you. Yeah. But back then, you kept your fucking mouth shut. Especially, let's be honest, the female lead. Shut the fuck up. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> but yeah, I actually yeah. heard that. I heard that the stuntmen were were it, they weren't they were just overworked like yeah. because they're in these big fucking rubber suits they're sweating yeah and they're doing yeah. all these all these uh acrobatics in the I costumes. heard rumor that somebody passed out once I'm sure I'm sure in but, that costume um it's funny because like you know you have and then you have Casey Jones who <laughs> Elias Cotes he uh love that dude dude I mean dude I still remember him on um god he was in a bunch of shit I always remember him because I always consider him the, uh, uh, oh God, the uh, poor man version of, um, oh God, the guy that played, uh, I forget his name. I I love the dude, but I forgot his name. Died that played um, J. Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man movies. I, always, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I always consider him the poor version of that. But, you know, the the interaction he had with, particularly Donatello, was just hilarious when they yeah. when they first meet up in the park after uh donatello chases down those those uh gang members well that was Raphael. oh was it Raphael? oh yeah yeah because yeah, he was on yeah. one of his little fucking anger walks yeah he's like <laughs> he's like you know or he's like a jose canseco bat tell me you didn't pay money for this <laughs> <laughs> another dated reference but yeah. funny yeah two for one sale pal <laughs> and and by the way if you don't if you're listening you don't know ask your parents They'll know yeah. who Jose Canseco was. It was very, the movie was a very New York movie, mm. in a cool way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was, it was very rooted in that, which makes sense because of the characters. But I dug that back then because it was very, to me when I was a kid, it was a very East Coast. You yeah. know what I mean? It it had a vibe to Particularly it. Particularly Donatello. Dug. Donatello had that like Eastern New Yorker kind of. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, Leo. <laughs> Um, but what they all I, had a bit of a, except for Leo. Leo is, you know, yeah, the leader. But um, one of the things that I thought was was funny too, and it was it's it is very rooted in like late eighties because you got to remember this movie was probably made in eighty nine, so it's like a late eighties view of New York, which was nothing really stuns people in New York, and no. like the the thing that encapsulate that is when uh uh when uh uh when Raphael hurled over that taxi cab and the guy in the back goes, what was that? Looks like a, looks like a giant turtle in a trench coat. 
You still going to LaGuardia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> like, Spot on, dude. Like, this, no one cares. Yeah, it's like, going, oh, it looks like that. Yeah, but and then, then back to what you're doing. What's funny, too, is that um, a lot of the, a lot of some of those uh, stuntmen or voice actors also got to be able to be in the film. Like the guy that said, uh, the said, um, you know, the, the passenger in the cab, he was the voice of Raphael. And, oh really? Yeah, and the guy that played the physical, um, the physical, the the stuntman in Leonardo was the gang member that was in the park. One of the yeah. gang members that was in the park, and um, the stuntman for Donatello actually played one of the foot me- the foot messenger where he stuck out his hand and slapped April. Bitch slapped her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then of course you had the racist comment in there. <laughs> I'm late on my Sony payments again. I was like, oh really? <laughs> I know you can't do that anymore. (laughs) And it's so funny because that the reason why it's so funny is that's what would have been said Mm. in that situation. Something like that, you know, just something (laughs) fucking diabolical to piss them (laughs) off. Um, And to explain something to you guys, Domino's at that time had a 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Uh, a less promo. Like, I didn't even think you, about that's not a thing anymore. No, no, God, no. Then that would be paying out. <laughs> I know. I know. Michelangelo remembered because he was out. He was. I loved it when he was below because he mentions it when he makes the call. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clock's and then a scene down. goes on, and then you find him next. He's under the grate, just staring up at it. <laughs> and so, I don't know who came to talk to him. I forget. I think it was. Uh, uh, I think it was. Uh, um, Donatello. Yeah, so it comes up, and Don tells us some random shit, and Mikey goes, two more minutes, and this pizza 10% <laughs> off, or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's all he fucking cared about. He's like, hey, wait, you only gave me 10 bucks, the bill's 13, yeah, you were busy, you were late, dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on, I had fire, couldn't find the place. <laughs> Doesn't question the fact that he's handing it into the grate, but just like, I gotta yeah, get a different like, route. <laughs> I gotta get the, yeah, I gotta get this money, I ain't got worried about that shit. <laughs> It's such a it's it's one of those movies like I do believe this is a perfect film. It's not it's not changing your mind about a grand event right. or anything, it's but it is greatest, one of those movies that's so fun. It's not the greatest movie like it like, you know, epic, you know, on scale. It's no. but it's 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 a fun movie to watch where I mean, you're already dealing with Ninja Turtles, so you already have to have that suspension of disbelief, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also I think it's a perfect movie too because it's so true to the characters that they were portraying because the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are not the ones from that movie, right. but the ones from the cartoon are, you know, and it was just so, it was like taking the cartoon characters and making them real life. And it was perfect. It was just done so well. And I remember when I was a little kid, I saw it in the theater. It was one of the first movies I saw in the theater and it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? I, th- I was only like six. Like it was, it was just crazy. But, it, it's um, one of those that surprisingly does stand the test of time. Like you know, when you when you watch movies that you watched when you were a kid, and then you watch them later, or games that you played when you were a kid, and you're like, "Oh my god, this game was awesome!" And then you play it now, you're like, "Really? That's this uh, is what I was yeah. kind of like." Oh my god, <laughs> it's like that 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 little part of your soul dies when you do that. Uh, but yeah, like this one here, every time I watch it, like I remember when it came on Netflix, by the way, you can watch it right now on Netflix. Yeah. And we, uh, when I saw it, I was like, bro, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are on Netflix. Like, it's like, that's a deal. It's done and done at that point, you know, but it's like, I, um, 
it brought back so many memories when I watched it because I was fully into t- uh, the Turtles Mania, dude, which is what they called it back then. Yeah. Turtles Mania. Turtlemania. I had the toys three birthdays in a row. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tablecloth, plates, cups, fucking cake, everything. My mom changed it because she was like, all right, that's enough. Like, it's getting boring now. <laughs> you know, I was like, nah, man, turtles all day. It's just, it was, it was this perfect thing for kids. And I think that, um, that movie was just a, the culmination of that. It was like, it was just so well put together. The sequel's not that great. The third one's real bad. And the live action TV show is gross. <laughs> Um, where they had the girl turtle, which was having a girl turtle is fine, but it made no fucking sense because where'd she come from? Right. You know, it it like they completely rewrote it just to throw a chick in there. <laughs> um, it was like, well, one of the things that I thought was interesting, and one of the reasons why the costumes actually, why the the outfits looks, it, Jim Henson's company did those outfits. Yeah. So you saw top the, fucking quality. Exactly. When you had Jim Henson involved, you're pretty much there. Um. Uh, what I thought was I the zingers, dude. Like the yeah. the the constant zingers all the time. I was like, who's now? Who's this guy? Wayne Gretzky on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because they're they're not they're really not the funniest jokes. No, but it's the it's the timing. Yeah, and and every and everyone who's doing the voices, not the people that are in the suits, are are playing off of each other perfectly. <laughs> that it's and and it was one thing too. And I want to step step aside. We'll come back to the to the comedy, but I want to say this before I forget. There's a scene where Raphael comes back from like being all pissed off. That's something Raphael's known for. Yeah. He has anger issues, and um, Splinter sat him down by himself, and he basically told him, "Hey, I know you're going through some shit, and you want to deal with it on your own, but don't forget that we're here for you." And he started crying. I'm like, damn, like. When I was a kid, it didn't really hit me, but I was I was watching it today, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's a deep ass scene for fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle," and it was played perfectly. And when you're looking at it, put him a fucking rat talking to a turtle, you know, and you're like, "Damn, I feel for that motherfucker." You know, what I mean? like I was like, "Oh shit," I don't know, man. There's just something about the, I mean, you have to say the voice acting because yeah. it wasn't the actors, but the voice acting and it was so great. One of, you know, the, top one of the things if you guys haven't noticed is um, you get to see a, a young Sam Rockwell, yeah. uh, f- a feature player before he, you know, which of course my favorite movie was Galaxy Quest when I first really noticed him. <laughs> Sam Rockwell's the greatest, dude. Dude, I love that guy. You but, know who one of my favorite characters in that movie is and no one ever talks about him is the police chief because he's <laughs> so over the top. <laughs> Oh my god! You're busting my chops. <laughs> <laughs> should have gave him a fucking. Did he have a cigar? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. I don't if really... he didn't, he should have had one. Right, he should have had one. Um, but uh, you know that. I mean, that whole uh, fight scene in um in April's you know top floor, her living quarters above the 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 pawn shop, you know, was just like was hilarious. It's like. Good, these guys aren't lumberjacks, because the only thing safe in the forest would be the trees. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was so corny, it's so stupid, but it was just a lot of fun to to see them, you know, rolling around, fighting, and you know, uh, doing the acrobats. Uh, one of the things I thought was actually kind of interesting is the guy that played the um, uh, Shredder, and I'm talking the physical um, 
Shredder oh, right. was James um, James Sato, and people might not have recognized him back in the day because that wasn't his voice. Obviously, it was a, a different voice actor um, that played him. But the guy that that uh, that played the physical actor is actually one of my favorite actors. He's most recently you see him in um, Always Be My Maybe, uh, where he played. Um, Oh God! Uh, he was the dad. He was the dad. Yeah, he. I was yeah. trying to remember uh, the guy's name, but he's also in a in, in one of the episodes of this uh, Amazon original series called uh, Modern Love, which uh, which I saw. But he's in a ton of shit. He was in Iron Fist. Um, so he's been in like so many fucking um, so many shows. Uh, another one, if you guys have uh, Amazon Prime, there's a movie called uh, Too Big to Fail. He played the uh, Chinese president at the time but guys like a great character actor and uh yeah so he was he played shredder at the time and it's funny too because i looked at him i was like oh yeah i remember that's him yeah that's cool that is so uh they i was reading up on this and they said that the this movie was actually more closely based to the black and white comics yeah it was it was um it was close. It was still had that zaniness to it, but it, it. So I'm trying to explain it because the comics are amazing. The old black and white comics, like if if you're if you ever really want to see what the original intention was, you have to read them. I mean, they were they were meant to be a parody of um, Daredevil and uh, somebody else, but. It ended up being like it's, it has this dark tone to it, but they still talk shit. Right. You know what I mean? So it basically was like, OK, we're going to make this comic, but we need to tone it down because we need to have PG rating on it so people <laughs> can go see it. You know what I mean? So that's basically what they did. So they, it wasn't as kitty as the cartoon. The cartoon was very zany. Like it was really silly. But um, like all 80s cartoons, right. all of them are fucking silly unless you were Transformers. <laughs> which was the shit. Um, I, I still think Transformers was the only cartoon that kind of transcended zaniness because it had an actual plot. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it had history, like canon to it. You know what I mean? Um, I and it that. had the touch. Oh, so. God, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, it is a little closer in that respect. Um, but like in the black and white comic, obviously it's black and white. So they all they don't have different colored face masks. They're ninjas. They're not supposed to stand out as individuals. So they all look exactly the same in the comic book, which was kind of a thing for that comic book. But then obviously when you make it a kid's cartoon, you, you're brightening it up a little bit and you need to distinguish between the exact. So it was, um, it is very interesting, but I suggest to anybody, um, the comics, who owns the old ones? I want to say IDW. IDW puts the new ones out. Right. But I don't know if they – I'm going to look. I'm going to look it up just for you people while Steve says something. <laughs> Steve's going to say words and I'm going to look it up. You're claustrophobic. You want a fist in the mouth? I've never even looked at another guy before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, my God. The dude is so fucking – he's that – the typical knucklehead. Yeah. Like he's not an idiot. He just doesn't know shit. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> well, my favorite is like, he's like, Greg, you live in a sewer where we were at a, the fa- the farm that time forgot. And now we're in a sewer. Why can't I meet up with people that own condos? <laughs> oh, it was published by Mirage Studios. 
Oh my god, Not, that's a name I haven't heard. Yeah, who bought Mirage? Well, it had to been TNW, surely. Based in Northampton, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who bought them. Subsidiary Comics. Well, Nickelodeon owns Mirage Studios. Yeah, well. But that doesn't fucking help me. That does it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, keep keep saying words. Keep I'm saying still doing words. History. Keep saying words. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the, the the things that it was funny because I remember watching this like I was a junior in high school when it came out, and I I remember watching it and like loving it. And then in my senior year, I ended up making friends with this guy who actually loved the movie too. So I think he was he liked uh was it Donatello? And I'm I was more of a Michelangelo guy. And I remember when we, you know, like at Christmas time, you know, you could give I gave him a gift and a, a Donatello stocking. <laughs> and he, yeah. And he gave me one and a Michelangelo one. It was like, yes. <laughs> I was always a Donatello dude. One, he has my he has my favorite um martial arts weapon. The side. No, the oh, bow. Oh, no, no, the bow. The bow you, keep, you keep calling keep Raphael you know, Donatello. Yeah. You need to calm down, all right? <laughs> Making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had the, the bow, and then he was the techie dude. And in the cartoon, they really pumped that up. Like, he was making all kinds of fucking gadgets and shit. And I just <laughs> dug that shit when I was a kid. Um, I dig that shit now. I like, God, oh, I hate, to... God, I hate punkers, especially bald ones with green makeup who wear <laughs> masks over ugly faces. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna figure this out for everybody i really am <laughs> well while he's doing that one of the great things about this movie is it gave us probably one of my one of the favorite parodies oh, you heard it here first guys go commercial what? bro tell me you didn't fuck this bitch and you didn't tell the homies is it true man that bitch is lying come on bro i know you fucked her because you got that i fucked her face look in the shut the fuck up I better shut up. Get my shit. <clears throat> I don't believe that bitch. She done told the whole city, cuz. Well, did you at least take her out? Leonardo, don't start with that save a whole shit. Tell me you didn't disrespect her. You wanna get fucked up? Yeah. You got some weed? That purple. All right. Let's go. <sighs> Excuse us. Better go get some weed. Let's run by the gas station first. <laughs> Come on, bro. How you gonna keep this job? You're gonna have all type of turtle babies running around this motherfucker, man. Bruh. Fuck turtle babies. This bitch done told everybody in the city, my nigga. When she come home, I'm stabbing her ass. You use a condom? <laughs> I know you wrapped it up, right? A condom? What the fuck is that? Condom is something that Joe ass should have put on your half shell, nigga. You fucking up, man. Splinter ain't taught you shit. Nigga! <clears throat> nigga, Splinter ain't getting no pussy. Nigga, he found us in the yeah, sewer. Nigga, what the right. fuck you talking about? Whatever. Think I <laughs> that's, in case you haven't noticed, that's uh, Nigga Turtles. <laughs> a spoof that was done. God, how long ago was that done? It was a while it ago. It was a while ago. Uh, if you, but if you watch that, because it's he redubs the movie. He never finished it, which is a shame. But he redubs the movie, and he cuts just, between like all the sequels. And yeah, it's got like this whole new story to it. But um, it's perfect. <laughs> like it's so. And it, tell I, I me think you didn't perfect. disrespect her, <laughs> right? I think it's perfect too because the turtles don't. That animatronic mouth isn't like perfectly saying a word, right? So it's easy to tack something on, but god damn, it was so done. It was so well done. <laughs> also, um, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles can be read on Comixology if you have that streaming service, or you can buy them for pretty cheap. Um, it looks it's under the IDW header, so I think they're the ones putting it out. 
but there you go. You're welcome. You know, <laughs> uh, the, but this, that, yeah, the, it was funny too. Cause I think you introduced me to, yeah, I did. Yeah. to Because I watched that fucking hood shit <laughs> to be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm this guy, like, this oh guy one of his favorite movies is Leprechaun in the Hood. You know, that's not one of my favorite. How dare you? <laughs> it's not one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not one of my favorite. Movies. No, it's it was it was it, it it's great too because like the the sync is perfect with them. Especially like, hey, we're gonna go smoke some weed real quick. Hey, can we stop by the gas station real quick? <laughs> <laughs> you know, real quick, I have to get this off my chest about Leprechaun. <laughs> The first Leprechaun movie was great because it was more in line with what a Leprechaun actually is until America fucking turned it into this serial chucking bullshit <laughs> of magic make-believe. And then, of course, the sequels ruined the fuck out. It's almost like fucking Chucky where the the first two, I would say were pretty fucking amazing. And then they just started going, what the fuck? <laughs> the just falling fuck? off a cliff. <laughs> uh, but I'm done. It's a little rant, you know. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, if you guys want to check out something fun, it's on Netflix right now. You can check it out. It's it's just a fun movie. If you like the turtles and you're like going, I don't know about this, it's just a lot of fun. You have kids, you know, they'll they'll definitely enjoy this. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh man! All right. So, last th- one, one last thing. Um, I found this because I was trying to figure out why, um, why this not Oprah hashtag, why this not Oprah hashtag was trending last week. I couldn't figure out why, and then I finally went online and figured it out. Um, so this little hoax went out, and uh, it. It's just interesting. I'm going to read this. This is from PolitiFact. Uh, link in the show notes. So, Oprah Winfrey became a trending topic online based on false claims that authorities seized her house in Boca Raton, Florida, and were, quote, digging up the tunnels, end quote. Uh, Oprah's house has been seized, and they are excavating the property and digging up the tunnels. The caption for a March 16th Facebook post claiming to show pictures of her purported property in Boca Raton. Other fabricated posts peddled by conspiracy theorists claim that she was arrested. None of the claims are true, but Oprah and Oprah doesn't have a house in Boca Raton. <laughs> uh, mm. The Facebook post was flagged as part of Facebook's effort to combat false news and misinformation in the news feed. Uh, the falsehood propagated to the point where both Oprah and the Boca Raton police were compelled to debunk the rumors. Oprah tweeted March 18th, just got a phone call that my name is trending and being trolled for some awful fake things. It's not true. Haven't been raided or arrested, just sanitizing and self-distancing like the rest of the world. Stay safe, everyone. Boca Raton also tweeted March 18th. The social media stories trending about at Oprah being arrested by Boca police is absolutely false. Online posts claim that Oprah had been arrested for all uh, or that her alleged house had been seized by Dory. Digging up tunnels are not true because she's supposed to be part of that whole child, you know, what do they call it? The the child pedal ring that they supposedly Please. had. And yeah, so 
because it was Oprah is squeaky clean. <laughs> They've been trying to find dirt on this broad for fucking decades. I know. Squeaky clean. Dude, since the eighties they were trying shit yeah. on her and like it was funny too because I saw this and I was like, Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. It was like it was like during the week and I just I remember going on Twitter and going, Why is not Oprah trending? So I thought it was like some type of, you know, uh uh, deal where they were saying stuff like, oh, this is, you know, I'm doing this, not Oprah, you know, taking stuff instead of, I, I thought it was something like that. And yeah. then come to find out that it's because <laughs> that shit happened. I was like, oh my fucking God. These, it's like, this is what happens when you have trolls that self distance. Like yeah. they, they have, they, they, they have get, shit to make up. They get too much time on their hands. That's the problem. Right. Nobody's busy, you know? And I'm sure the trolls lost their jobs. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or at least they're suffering, you know, having to be uh, sequestered and have pressure on their lungs, things like that. Right, right. Not wishing it on them, but wouldn't be wouldn't be sad. Steve's been wishing the coronavirus on people all damn week. <laughs> I've seen him on Twitter. I synced it. <laughs> I, I sit there and shake my head every time. Some politician he don't like. It serves him right. He should get the coronavirus. I'm like, oh my goodness, this motherfucker going to hell. <laughs> it's only because those are the ones that called it a hoax. Listen, and- I'll pray for you. Okay. <laughs> Ask Jesus for his forgiveness. I don't need prayer. I need vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's time to you sing. Say oh, wait, goodbye. that's the wrong show. Uh, <laughs> thank you for checking us out. If you would like to help the show, please feel free to donate. I mean, listen, in these trying times, all right? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we got we, not affected by it. Yeah, because we gotta. Because we have to. You know, if in case we get the chicken flu, you know, we gotta get tested. The chicken flu. <laughs> um, <laughs> please feel free to donate. You can donate through PayPal on our blog, thelazygeese.home.blog. Uh, uh, if you can't help monetarily, which <laughs> shit, neither can I. You know, you can review the show, which is free and easy to fucking do. <laughs> All reviews will help praise or help raise our profile and expose us to more people. Um, but good reviews, you know, those are best. <laughs> what is it? We have like two reviews on I- iTunes. One of them's five stars. One of them's one. Oh no, it was uh, no. Apparently that disappeared. Now we have two five star reviews. That's right. Yeah. Well, the f- you know why? I took care of it. All right. <laughs> Snuffed out that motherfucker. Google. It was actually Google. They said, did somebody leave you a two star review? Well, we got, you know, <laughs> gotcha. while, they were, while, they, while they were sending us uh, like, does someone try to log in your account? Does somebody give you five, two, five, two reviews, two star reviews? Don't worry. We'll take care of it. We took care of it. <laughs> no uh, words, though. Just the five star reviews. huh? Exactly. Yeah. I like to see why. And I. I appreciate the five star reviews. I, I do. Don't look a gift yeah. horse in the mouth, dude. I'm not. Not at all. <laughs> not even going to suck the horse off. I'm just saying <laughs> I like to see like, oh man, Maybe a y'all knuckle killing trip. it. You know, <laughs> or do a five star review. Do the, do the thing. And I love when you find these. Cause it's like a, it's like a four leaf clover, you know, when it says like five stars, but then you read the reviews. I fucking hate these motherfuckers are terrible. And then you're like, wait a minute. Why do you not understand how the rating system works? I thought it was five stars. <laughs> if you hate, really hate them. It's like I five stars worth of hate that I'm throwing at these bitches. It's like, no, nah, that's not how that works, dude. <laughs> but Sorry. I appreciate it. But you know, yeah, like, thanks. 
you can also follow us on social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks. Twitter and Instagram, both under at thelazygeeks. Comments, suggestions, or questions, you can email us at thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can you can listen to where you can listen to these shows if you really feel compelled to. Or you can actually go through our back catalog. We have uh, old episodes of The Away Team, The Fine Line, also some other podcasts that we had done, The Cheap Seats, and uh, my uh, Extended Play Movie Podcast. So you can go ahead and check out those old episodes on our YouTube channel. Better known as Timeless Entertainment. Okay? Absolutely. Um, if you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes for whatever fucking reason, um, or you want more content or updates of coming shows or, you know, whatever Steve decides to throw up there or nudes of Adam. Hey, it might happen. <laughs> you start leaving some more reviews. <laughs> All right. Um, check out his check private out. Snapchat, <laughs> his premium Snapchat and <laughs> up my Patreon. Or no, what is it? My fans. That's oh, yeah, the new yeah. thing now. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta, or OnlyFans or something like yeah, that. Something I don't like know. That, yeah. Who? All I'm saying. By the way, check out our blog, thelazygeeks.home.blog. Who the fuck pays to see a naked woman online? In real life, I understand it, although I don't <laughs> do it myself. Um, you know, Pornhub is free. <laughs> Like that chick really, she really got you. You you need to be careful because now she's touching your soul if you're throwing her money. Oh, speaking of which, so not of OnlyFans or whatever, but uh, uh, Pornhub. If you tr- if you use uBlock Origins, they don't block out all the ads now on Chrome and on um, on uh, Chromium. I noticed. A few sites that were doing that. But on Firefox, <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's funny because. Uh, Even on Firefox, though, on a couple of sites like I download, a couple sites that some people download, um, like ROMs and stuff. <laughs> oh, right. Um, it, was, it wasn't blocking it as well. I, I think I Origins know, has sold out, dude. I, I know. It, it was funny how you said, like, I, it's some people I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? <laughs> um, no, I I think Origin is selling out because that's how these ad blocker companies sell out is they certain ad bots pay them money and then they let them through. Yeah, the funny thing is is that like yeah, like the a lot of the iframe stuff comes through. But what's interesting is that you used to be able to use that and it would block just the ads and it would give you like that little sidebar of like recommended shit. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but they block that now, as and but the iframe shit comes through, so it's like okay, but you use it on Firefox, it blocks out the ads and the recommended shit. Yeah, so fuck it's you. like what the fuck, dude? Like, shit. I mean, you can on Firefox or Chrome, you can download an add-on called NoScript. It ain't gonna run shit. Nah, it, it runs. It block. It automatically blocks everything that requires a script which is everything <laughs> and then it will show you that it's there and you have to click on it and allow the script and in theory you're like okay cool so we'll block everything and then i'll just click on the video and allow script but most things are all tied to each other yeah, so. so it starts fucking bugging out like it's like what <laughs> the fuck oh by the way okay. i got guys i found a if you're looking for an add-on um fire, fire uh facebook container is um, a pretty good add-on it do, it it doesn't tra- it doesn't prevent keep you quiet on Facebook, but it 
it doesn't allow information. Like if you click on a link to go outside of Facebook to something, um, it keeps that shit quiet. So if you're into that and you want something like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, that's it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're the Lazy Geeks. Thank you.